No Harm, No Foul podcast, episode one. Well, we're in the modern day age of relationships where people are on apps and, you know, it's just yeah. everything yeah. is, you know, just connected through virtual or through your phone and stuff like that. So when it comes to like, I guess, expectations to relationships, yeah. like what, what's your view on that? Don't have them. <laughs> just like, whoa, whoa. I mean, you can have them, but like. The expectations that you are having, I feel like you should communicate. That's very important. Absolutely. Um, I don't know, yeah, just like communicate your expectations. Like your partner's not going to know or like they're not going to read your mind, you know what I mean? Right. And then for you, I mean, for anyone to just get upset when mm-hmm. something doesn't go their way because they have that expectation, mm-hmm. that's what brings disappointment. Right. Um, you know, you start to get into fights and relationships, and that's just how some relationships just go downhill because you have that expectation, mm-hmm. you don't communicate it, mm-hmm. you get mad when it doesn't happen. Right. Especially yeah. if you're like, you just break up or things just don't work out because, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how could you get mad at someone if you didn't communicate the expectation? That's my point. That's my whole point. I actually used to do that when. You know, I was dating previous people in my previous years. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just like, that's my whole point. Like, for to get mad at, at, at your partner for not, you know, doing something that you wanted them to do, but you didn't communicate it, it's ridiculous. I had to come to that point where I had to be self aware about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm still learning too. Like, it's, it's kind of hard to. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah he's, he's digging. He's like, all right, let me like this up. We good. This guy is. Oh my. I'm already messing up my words now. Oh my god. But anyway. When the convo's good. You got to spark it up. I know, I know. But like, going back to expectations, like, people should just, like, don't have expectations. Like, okay, have expectations, communicate it, though. Mm-hmm. That's so, so important. Like, it's just. So, Two, two things. Okay, let's say you're sitting down with your partner or the yeah. person that's going to be your partner and you're trying to communicate the expectations. Yeah. You really dig this dude. Yeah. You lay out your expectations, but they don't match his. Do you scrap it right there? Do you just get up and leave and say, you know what, this doesn't work? Or do you try to compromise and find common ground in your expectations? I think when... Like, you can communicating it once is not, it's probably not gonna be the solution. Like, you might not. Like, I would probably give them a second chance. Mm. And then I wouldn't just scrap it right away. Like, I would try to find a solution, see if it, you know, can actually get better, mm-hmm. if there's improvement. But I wouldn't scrap it right away. Try to figure it out. And then, honestly, if they don't, if they don't take into consideration, like if you talk about it a second time and mm-hmm. you're still not, you know, mm-hmm. going towards your expectations, then I would probably just say, you know what, probably can't do this. Mm-hmm. Because I've told you multiple times and, you know, you say you're going to do it and then you don't. Right. So how many chances do you give them more than one chance? Or I mean, I'm the type of person that will give them like two, three, four, five, six, seven chances. Whoa! <laughs> like, Very forgiving. Yeah, and it's just well, like I think men take advantage of that. And yeah, so like that's my whole point. It's like when it comes, I'm just I'm still learning to not 
get mad when things don't go my way. Mm -hmm. And even if I communicate it a million times, like I'm just going to be that person and be like, you know what, there's a chance they could change. Mm. There's a chance they could like improve. I think that's a figment of your imagination right yeah, there. Like you know, mm, wishful thinking. People don't change. People don't change. People raise, raise their expectations and then mm. they don't. But I'm raising my expectations towards myself. You know what I mean? I've kind of learned to just switch that around. Like not have expectations from your partner, but I should expect that I shouldn't get mad when it doesn't happen. Mm. Right? I see, I see what you mean. Like I, I can't, like, it just, what's the point of me having expectations for somebody? No matter how many times I communicate to them, mm -hmm. what's the point of doing that? And then, you know, they still don't do it, but if you're a person like me where you're so forgiving, you just you give them chance after chance after chance, eventually you just have to not have that, that expectation, just, you know, focus on yourself, improve yourself. Yeah, that's just me. I don't, I don't know about other people, but I'm trying to learn that to this day. I'm too kind. Yeah, people take kindness for weakness all the time. All the time. Yeah. You want to chime in on that, homie? My mic, My mic doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the chance after chance after chance. Like, uh, what's your limit? Like, when would you be like, I've had enough? Like, I can't. <clears throat> to be honest, I have a short leash when it comes to that. Like, I. And it, it's something that I should probably work on. Yeah. Working on patience, giving a person a little bit more. Yeah of a rope to kind of work on, but man, time is of the essence. You know what I mean? And I'm not here to waste my time. I'm not here to waste their time. So if the writings are on the wall, I ain't going to ignore them. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you know what? Let me just erase the wall and hopefully it doesn't, you know what I mean? No, the writings are going to come back. I know the story. I know how that ends. So to go through things over and over again, it's just, mm -mm. it's not a good use of my time. So I just keep it moving. Just keep it moving. I'm trying to learn that. I really but I'm too, I've always been this way, I'm too empathetic. Mm. I just... There's some people in like long relationships who have it, who it's hard for them to let go because they're, they're, they're so comfortable in their relationship and it's like change is so difficult for them to accept that right. they tend to stand, stay together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, I, I know a lot of people who are in situations where they're in a relationship, they're not happy, but yet they don't break up. Yeah. It's like, what, what will it take in order for, for a relationship to, or for two people to split up, yeah. even though it's not working, right? And um, I don't know, it's, uh, it's uh, expectations. And you gotta, you gotta really, in order to, to, to live a happy life, I feel like you gotta, you gotta take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And when, when you have expectations, you gotta really you know, uh, set those expectations and if any of those expectations are broken, you gotta try to you gotta cut it off. My problem is just when is like when is the time to cut it off? Like ASAP. 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 I'm telling you. Listen, ASAP. There's a lot of fish in the sea. And you know, the more time you spend with the wrong person is the more likely you're gonna miss the right person. That's actually facts. That's right. And, and people just get into that, that bubble of just being comfortable and complacent, 
right? Nobody wants to go back into the dating world. Not that I know of. Like, especially if, if you had a good thing and you're, you're, you know, you're, you're with the person and, you know what I mean, you guys are both vibing and you're sexual and you know your bodies and everything. You don't want to go somewhere else if you're comfortable because you've already opened up yourself completely, wholeheartedly to someone. So hitting the reset button, you know what it is? It's exhausting. So nobody wants to hit that button. Nobody wants to. So they, they just keep going with the flow and going with the motions, even though they know where the story ends. But they just don't want to go back into the dating pool. Because trust me, that dating pool is not friendly. Especially nowadays. Mm-mm. Honestly, trying to, you know, get back out there myself. And it's not the easiest thing. Like, even coming out of, like, a relationship. It just, like, it's just draining. You don't want to, you don't want to have to, like, introduce yourself to people and get to know them. And then, you know. What's your favorite color? <laughs> yes. Exactly. No, no. <laughs> What, what are some of the crazy, um, do you have any crazy stories when it comes to these apps that you're using to? Oh my god. Yes, I want the horror stories. Let's go. Like, the apps that I'm using, okay, on <laughs> Tinder and Hinge right now. Um, I mean, Hinge is not bad. Tinder is a different story. I don't, the guys on there, I don't know what it is with them, but like, I had one dude ask me, or he messaged me, and he was just like, I can't remember the whole conversation, but long story short, he pretty much was saying that he was into watching another female get fucked. I don't know what kind of kink that is, but how do guys get turned on by that? Can somebody explain that to me? Uh, I, I don't know <laughs> what, what, what kind of conversation <laughs> Did he just, like, was that his pickup line? Or? No, it wasn't his pickup line. I think the conversation started, like, we were just talking about, um, like, our exes or, like, something along the line, and then he was just pretty much telling me that, like, with his last relationship, he would let his girlfriend fuck other people and he would watch, and he was trying to get to, like, I guess, get that with me, but, like, another dude would be with me and not him. Like, that's his king. Do you mind me asking what his nationality was? I think he's like Middle Eastern. Why does it matter? <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I, I mean, I've yet to come across a brother that likes to see his woman get diced out. I don't know. Do you know about Pornhub.com? Do I know about Pornhub.com? They have all these. Is, is that a website? You can see crazy things on Pornhub. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. There's so many weird kinks, and you just never know what people are into. I know. Yeah. You know, are no, but it threw me off, like, cause like mm-hmm. it, it started from one conversation, and then like it just led to that. But like a part of me was just intrigued, cause intrigued because I wanted to know why he was into that. Like, mm-hmm. what's again? I like my brain to be picked at, so like yeah. that's the only reason why I was engaging in the conversation. I swear, mm-hmm. but um. You want to know? I just want to know. Curious, like, why, why does that turn you on? So, so how did that end? How did that? Um, I just stopped talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> left them on already? I yeah. left them already. I don't even know. Like, I could probably go back and find it, but um, no, it may have already totally. just deleted me from, you know, the match. Yeah, don't worry about that. That's, yeah. That's yeah, I'm not, don't worry. I'm not, not doing well. Not doing well. <laughs> 
But you mentioned porn about porn. Like, another topic. Are women into porn as much as men? I feel like women are, but we're not as actually like women are part of the whole industry. That's like women kind of make the industry, you know what I mean? I feel like they are. Facts. They hundred percent are. But your everyday common woman that you know You know, goes on Pornhub just to, you know get off. Exactly. I think it is I think it's common, but it's not talked about or it's not so it's more taboo than anything yeah like it's there but you just don't see it like you don't Mm. hear about it Mm. but that's because women are kind of just again being Mm. fearful of bringing that industry out there of course but it's definitely common to tell them about Mm. i mean i've seen porn before i can't remember the last time i've seen porn but definitely have been on no, I've come across girls that love to watch gangbangs. They love to watch other women just get their stomach torn to threads by multiple men. Sorry for all the the. I <laughs> 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 made the imagery a little too much there, but you know what I'm saying. Though. You know what I'm saying. And I, I feel like women are becoming more comfortable, um, you know, discussing those things. Yeah. Just with their femininity and everything else, and I think it's like, it's a good thing. You know what I mean? Like they're just as horny as men. It's just again. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's not like that. Hmm? Very, like very low-key. I think society wants them, doesn't want them to be vocal about it as well, right? You I know, mean, like, yes, no. yeah. progress. Oh, well, nowadays they're, they're encouraging women to be more outright and progressive and outspoken and stuff like that, but back in the day, not so much. Not so much. Yeah. It was actually looked down upon, like, whoa. Why are you talking so, you know, so vulgar? For a woman to kind of just... Yeah, to come out and be empowered and talk about those kind of things, right? Like, back in the day, you didn't have an Amber Rose. That's encouraging, like, a slut walk and all that kind of stuff. There was no Amber Rose that was promoting that kind of stuff, right? But now there are many, many women that do that kind of stuff. So, you know, it just shows uh, how how we're constantly changing. We're always in a constant state of flux, Uh, whether it be good or bad, we don't know, but we are changing the evolving. Some would say that's not woman-like, like to, to portray yourself as a slut or whatnot, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, what, 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 what would be, like, womanly? Like, well, what's the definition of woman? Like, that mean? Yeah, let's get into, yeah, traditional household status exactly. and stuff like that. Let's, what would be feminine? Oh man, that's like a topic that I can't really talk about right now. Are you pro-feminine? Are you, are you pro? Are you feminist? Are you feminist? I mean, okay, there's all kinds of feminists. Like, I'm a feminist where, like, I believe in equality and So what happens when the bill comes at the restaurant and women usually dip or they go to the bathroom? What happens to them? They do that? What? <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> femininity is out the window. <laughs> what? The bill comes, they want a, a man to be a man. It goes but back to the traditional roles. I'm curious about that. I'm curious about that. I'm so... Can we talk about this? Has that happened to you? Yeah, we're not making this about me. We're not making about this. No, I'm saying about me. I'm just curious. So I know a friend of a friend, a friend that's gone through this many times. And it's just like women like, okay, yeah, you know, we want equal rights, we want yeah. equal this, equal that, equal that. I'm like, 
but when the bill comes, mm -hmm. no, 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 no. Man gotta be a man, woman gotta be a woman. So why is it, why is it like that? Why is there that that standard when it comes to that? I think okay, that could stem from a lot of different things. I think okay, me personally, I've always either offered or asked to pay for my own meal because mm -hmm. like I don't want to be that woman that runs to the bathroom or just like is expecting my date to pay for my food. Mm -hmm. I want them to know that I can. I'm independent. I can take care of myself. Like I'm here for the date to to enjoy the date. Right. Get to know you. That's it. But I know there's women out there that are just they have that expectation that they want the guy to, you know, pay for the date. Okay. I don't know. I honestly don't know. So what's your rule behind it? Do you have like a, if you yeah. came up with the the date idea and the location and it was yeah. your plan? Yeah. Would you pay for it? Or are you expecting half on it, half fees, or well, like, what's what's your flow with that? I guess it, it really depends. Like I would say that I would pay for mine. So you go half. You go half. I would go half, but like let's say I'm on a date and you know the guy says that you know how sometimes the waiter will be like. Is it separate or together? And Yo, those the guy waiters, man. make it so awkward. Yo, those men are demons from hell. I'm telling you, it's like you can have the best day in the world. A waiter comes and spoils it. Oh, yeah. just by the way they present the bill, the I way know. they present it. Will this be like yours? Gonna be split. Like the way they, dude. Yo, just put the bill on the table. We'll figure it out. Straight up, you know what I'm saying? They make it, they, they maybe make, it comes they, down to that, the question, like if they just give you, like, here's the bill, maybe that's how it works. How else would they do it, though? Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm like, how else would they ask? But they wouldn't, there's, there's some real assholes out there, man, I'm telling you. I would just say, hey, I'm telling you. Here's your bill. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. here's your bill. Here's your bill. Well, go but no, those guys that are extra with it, though. They're extra. They look at the man like, aren't you going to be picky? <laughs> Aren't you gonna man up and take this, bro? Like they need that, that look. I've never. Okay, There's never, guys that are like, you're splitting for real. I okay. Well, I actually can't remember if I've had a guy say that, but I have had moments where no, I've actually never had a moment where a guy's like, "Are you not splitting the bill?" Like I've never had that in my life. So you you okay. you you've always had a man. I've always bill? I've always I like if a waiter comes or like even if the bill comes like. Normally, my date or the guy I'm with, whoever I'm with, will just grab the bill and cover it. Hey, right. So, honest question: yeah. Do you expect them to do that? No. Despite you taking out the penny or no, no, because I actually will, will. I will be like, you know, I can cover my portion. Like, you don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. I'll tell them even even after they grab the the bill. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, I can I can cover my portion. Like, it's not a big deal. But normally, when I say that, the guy, I don't know what it is. Maybe they feel triggered. They're like, no, I got it. Like, I can cover it. Mm. You know, I don't know if it's like a psychological thing, but I literally will say, yeah. like, I can cover my food. Like, it's not. Yeah. Oh, if you, you say that to me, I'm going to be like, damn, all right, mom, you better got this. You got this. <laughs> you know listen, what I mean? listen, trust now, me. Now I'm not trying to, like, like psychologically mm. mess with them. I'm just being right. honest. Right. You're being honest. I can cover my own meals. And, and if a guy steps in and says, you know, no, 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 you got another thing. I'm telling you, that's his pride speaking. Exactly. He wants to show I'm alpha male, I'm dominant. Exactly. Or it's Which, like, dude, dude. females is a turn on, I'm not going to lie. It is a turn on, but keep that same energy three, four, six months down the line. <laughs> keep that same fucking energy. 
Okay? Okay. If you want to be alpha male, da, 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 and pay for every, every fucking time yeah. you guys go up, you're going to pay? Keep that same energy. That's all I said about That's that. That's communication consent. Yeah. you got to be like, okay, you know, like, I can cover the drinks, you got the meals. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, dudes need to humble themselves, man. That's the thing. Never hang your hat higher than you can reach, eh? But That's this something is, this is I always used to hear. This is for females. You got to stop. Just stop having expectations when it comes to, like, your independence. Like, mm-hmm. you know you can take care of yourself. You know you can do things on your own. Right. Do it. Right. to a man, I'm pretty sure it's a turn on. Like, it's a turn on. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a Listen, it's a turn on, but I, I, like, I like taking care of my, my women. Oh, 100%. I like being able to pay the bill whenever I all the time. Not yeah. saying, but, but not saying you can't. It's like so you. super nice when they offer. So can I? It's super nice when they offer. Is that more of a masculine thing? Like, do you? Absolutely. It has to I, be. Like, for me, I feel like I'm the man, so I should pay. Uh, like, of course, I would go. I would have to pay for a bill if I like the girl. Yeah. Especially on a first date, I would feel weird paying for somebody. Uh, if I didn't like the woman, mm-hmm. but like if I like the girl and we, we vibe really well and mm-hmm. you know, we click, then I pay for the bill. So how Almost do you all the time. If you don't like them, then how would you communicate and, that? And I'm wasting my time. <laughs> you can't, you can't Why the fuck are you getting paid if you ain't feeling it, man? Come on, come on now. Let's be real. Like, like, would you be comfortable to say that? Um, I would. I probably wouldn't. Fuck yeah. Say I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm going to say it, man. I'm going to say it. But you know, I'm a nice but I'm a nice guy. I'll pay for bills. Like I like, yeah. I like, I like, I like, you know, treat It's nice. It feels good. Yeah. It, feels it feels good when you take care of the woman. When Absolutely. you don't like them, it's a different story. If I don't like, like them, like should... if you just want to be nice, just to be nice. But you don't mm-hmm. like them. Does people want to be broke to be nice? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. obviously up to your your financial discretion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do people want to be broke to be nice? No. Listen, if you're not true. listen, that's listen. If your not. heart's not in it, then don't you do know. it. If you're not, like, why are you doing them a favor if you're not feeling them? Is okay, it a, is it a charity? Is it charity? I gotta ask you. If mm. you know you're gonna be broke, why would you go on a date? Because you really dig the girl. But that's what I'm saying. You can't like wait. You, you don't know. If it's a first date and you're digging the girl and you know you know that deposit hits at midnight, you gonna win. You're gonna wait till midnight for that deposit to hit. I don't care what you talk about. Extend the night to midnight and pay that bill if you really like the girl. So I'm telling you. We know you're going on dates every other week. Is that what you're saying? That's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm speaking from what I've heard from men them that. I, that I'm close with, that's all I'm saying. Oh I'm not into this whole scene that's going on right now. No, 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 no. I got my priorities in, in, in order. But long story short, mm. so if you don't dig the girl, you're going to tell her up front, yeah, like, I'm not feeling this, maybe we should split the bill. I, you know what? No. I, I, to be honest, I've never done that. I've never even said, I'm not feeling this. No, 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 you don't okay. come out and say that. But in a way, you would try to. However, yeah, you gotta finesse it a little bit, right? You gotta <laughs> finesse it and be like, hey, babe, you know, you got the lobster over there. I don't do that. I just talk like that. Hey, baby, you know, you gotta do your thing, you know. You're talking about, you know, equality and stuff. Do your thing. I'm playing, I'm playing. 
awkward situation. It just has to be balanced right, you know. If you're not feeling the date, you know, then cut it short. You know what you do? You cut it short at the appetizer, yeah? That's what you do. You don't order the mains. That's the strategy. If you're on a bland date, you never met this girl before, you don't know the vibe yet, you gotta feel her out through the appetizer. Get shareable appetizers. Have a conversation. From that conversation, feel her out. If you're not feeling it, just cut it right there. And be like, you know what? You know what, sure, I gotta walk my dog. You know, I forgot, da, 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 I gotta go. I know, I'm supposed to be babysitting, whatever, whatever. Whatever you gotta do to get out of the situation, get out of the situation. You know, but do not order the main course. Because that main is gonna cost you. It's gonna run you up. And if you're if it runs you up and you're not feeling the person, yeah. at the end of the day, you're like, damn, I spent all that money on a girl I didn't even like. What was the point of that? And I'm just being real. I know, I know, trust me. Trust I'm being real. Trust me. I mean And if you hold on, just to take a step further, yeah. why are you going to a restaurant on the first fucking date? So where would you go? For a walk. You know what I'm like, <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, you know what? We can go. We can go out for you know, go out for you coffee. Know what? It doesn't even well, have to be a nice restaurant. Doesn't have to be a nice restaurant. It could just be a meetup where you yeah. go for a walk. Let's look around. Oh, there's a nice little coffee place. Oh, there's a little bakery. You want a croissant? You want to get yeah. a coffee there? You're at. And just keep it simple. I like that too, actually. Keep I it simple. Keep it simple. You want to spend the bag on someone that you're really committed to, right? Somebody that you're really invested in.
say that in person right away yeah. you know what i've heard from many men no they don't do it in the middle what happens is they'll carry on the date do everything whatever whatever and then when they get home when they get dropped off they send that text saying you know what i had a good time however i don't yeah. think we're compatible da, 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 da. everybody oh from what Some i heard people don't want to say it in person. yeah they don't want to say it in person they don't have the the cojones to say it eye to eye and I'm more of a face to face like tell exactly. me what's real exactly, exactly. right people hide behind their phones all the time and that is the problem with this generation <laughs> but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go there that's that's my whole thing it's like just I don't think going off in the middle is like mm. I know some people do that they're just like yo I gotta go but they'll make some excuses to why they don't want to be there right right I mean, you can do that, but if you're going to do that, just be honest. Just right. Be like, you know what, like, I'm trying, no, I wouldn't say I'm trying to enjoy my time, but just say, like, you know, I had expectations, I thought maybe this was going to go differently, but I'm right. not really feeling it. So let me ask you, like, before you even get to that date, how many phone conversations are you having nowadays? Because a lot of people just do text exchanges, and then they meet up, and then yeah. they have that experience. Do you think it'd be different if you actually pick up the phone and actually speak to the person and get a, a true vibe from that person before getting together? I actually prefer that. That's a good point. I actually Thank prefer you. doing that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Because then you actually get a feel of like how the person is and you know how they talk to you and just their whole personality. You get a feel of it. And then when you're in person, it's like You've been talking to them for so long. And it's not a shock. It, the conversation just continues. It's yeah, a flow. It's just like you've known them for forever. And it's right. like, oh, this is so easy because I've already talked to you before. But just right. haven't seen you in person. Okay. So this generation has to get back to rotary phones. <laughs> rotary phones. <laughs> you know yes, what? I think this generation, or I don't know. Again, you're not going to disclose your age. But, but We're not going to talk about that. Yeah, it's, not a, it's not important. Yeah. Oh, I, I'll definitely admit to that for sure. For sure. I think people should go back to like old fashioned romance. Like my era. Yeah. I like <laughs> <laughs> well, remember really men though. Huh? Men were men. Men were men. Yes. Like, but the thing is, you know, going back to that day, the women weren't happy because they were in the household all the time. They wanted yeah. to be out and independent. But but look but look at the look at the state of our children nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. When both parents are now out working, yeah. 
Who's taking care of the kid? Who's really molding and formulating the kid's mind? It, what is it? It's, is it? Is it not external factors? Is it not society conditioning their mind to think that Peter is actually Jamie and Jamie's actually Peter? Not touching on the subject matter too much, but I'm just saying when both parents are out of the household, what happens to the children? Because back in the era, my era, there was always a woman that was holding it down yeah. in terms of the traditions, the culture, um, the community. Everything was just like vibing. Everything was in sync with one another, right? Mm -hmm. But now, not so much, right? Because women are, are, are out there being more independent, which is a great thing. Right. Because that helps your self-esteem and you're, you're helping the family bring in more income. But at what expense? That's the question. Right. At what expense? Because we're going to see the effects of children in the next maybe 15 to 20 years when the children are running shit. Then we're going to really see what kind of world we live in. In terms of being the politicians, you know, being the global leaders, it's going to be the, the children of today, you know, in the next 15, 20 years, we're going to see how the socialization or the, I guess, lack of socialization and the lack of family um, community, the family household and uh, the lack of um uh, I guess traditional roles are going to have an effect on the children of today. You know what I mean? Like I was brought my, you know, my mom was um, at home, but she still worked, but you know, she was a lot at home a lot. Right. And um, she, she was always there for the family. There was always dinner on the table. We didn't have Uber eats. Like it was just home cooking all the time. You know what I mean? Like there was always a woman present. So, with women out in the workforce more often, you know, my question is, how is this going to I, I affect young girls, young boys growing up, not having that sense of that's those same kind of traditional roles being influxed into them? You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a very tricky one because I feel like even like, a, like as a woman, like, I personally don't even want kids because nowadays kids are just like, they're just, they, they learn from iPads, iPhones, like parents, especially Who, from, is that? From, from our generation are just giving kids like, you know, technology that? to learn from and it's like, yeah, yeah. they're just going to be conditioned to all of these, let's say for example, TikTok, YouTube, like yeah, anything it, like that. It, if, if parents are at home conditioning their kids the way they should be conditioned then outside external factors aren't going to be that much influential on them exactly. if you raise your kids right exactly. you know you could be you could be um you know living in this world but yeah. you don't have to be of this world yeah. you know what i'm saying you could you could have technology around you but you don't have to live in it the way some kids are living in it you know what i'm saying and i think parental guidance and having you know the right um the the again the right guidance in front of you that tells you you know what yeah you can dap into that but know that this is right and this is wrong and that this is this and this and that do not allow what's in those apps and technology 
to condition your mind to think that this is reality. No, no, no. This is reality. You need parents to kind of tell you what, what's real and what's not. If they're not there to do that. I I feel you on that. But you know what? When their best friend across the street has one and all the kids on the block have one, he's going to be the outcast. He or her is going to be the outcast. Is that a position you want to put in them? No. Let's be real. Listen, every, everybody wants an iPad. They want a PlayStation 5. You're going to, trust me, you're going to. Plus, with everything that's going on in today's society. I think, like, society is just very different from where we were when we were younger until now. Right. Totally hear you on that. Totally hear you on that. But there are other environments where you can raise kids the way you may have been raised, where their hands were in the dirt trying to find worms. It's just in North America, they force feed technology they see it in every commercial oh new iphone new android oh it's just complete um propaganda and just total brainwashing saying you know what you need this in order to live in order to survive this is a necessity they're making a necessity when it really isn't i grew up without that stuff i grew up going to the conservation area trying to you know catch crayfishes and and frogs putting them in a bucket taking them home and having a duel between them that's pretty cool yeah we we created like a, a coliseum a coliseum in a bucket with crayfish and frogs and minnows whatever we could find to pit against each other that was our entertainment it's funny you're saying that because i had a Imagination. Yeah. Imagination. You had to find 
ways to like entertain yourself. Right. And you use your imagination to do that. Right. And that was one of the things that I did. Like whenever yeah. I had a Tic Tac case, I remember it was just, you know, recess or from like going to the park with my brothers or whatever. And right. just trying to, you know, just engage with nature, engage right. with life. There right. was no technology and like I really, if I had a kid, I would really, really want my yeah. kid to do that. It's just yeah. hard because it's society. You know what? I uh, video games were still in my era as well, but you could not replace going out with your friends, bike riding, uh, going to the conference, going to the forest, going to the park. You could not replace that with video games. Video games was like when you were inside, when you had to come inside, you had to eat, and then you go to your room. Okay, video game time, nighttime, whatever. But it was all about outside. It was all about outside, and that can never get replaced by video games. Trust me. And and but the thing is kids of today now though, right? Yeah. They would rather be inside playing their Fortnite, playing their video games, playing they're glued to or outside. That's true. Outside they're still And this is what I don't understand is how they're so glued to it because I don't think they've been offered an alternative. This they grew up like where it was just you know, this was the thing to do right away, right? And I guess in this pandemic era, it's only going to get worse because yeah. kids have been inside and that's yeah. that's how they have adapted, right? Yeah. So, but it's just crazy to think that, you know, that is what they think everything is. And there's just so much world to explore, so many things, so many experiences to be had yeah. and they're missing out on it. And I think as a result, it doesn't matter how many video games you play, you cannot replace actual human interaction and don't give me that bullshit oh you can talk online and no 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 human interaction like what we're doing right here cannot be replaced and i think it's actually as a result of the lack of human inter uh, inter uh, what's the word i'm looking for interaction oh the henny's really hitting now the henny's hitting i'm slurring um as a result of the lack of the interaction why do you think suicide rates have gone up Oh my God, that's actually so true. You know what I mean? So, for for young young kids, you know, preteens, yeah. preteens are committing suicide. What? I know. They haven't even paid their first bill yet, and they're stressed. Oh my God, I shouldn't laugh about that, but it's just it's no. true. It's true. It's facts, right? And it's a result. I believe this. I yeah. this is just my thoughts and my opinions, right? The lack of human interaction and more emphasis on devices and technologies right is leading to this and the pandemic is only highlighting it oh, even more i feel like during the pandemic it probably hit them worse like if of you course were, like, they're indoors all the time right? yeah they're, and they're, just, they're so conditioned to being you right. know inside because you know you don't want, don't want to catch covid or whatever right. but Right. That probably, like that right there, probably could have made things a lot worse. It has. It has. Yeah. Suicide rates have gone up I think in that demographic. Media. I think social media plays a big part of that. Of yeah, course. that too. Of course, yeah. bullying, social bullying, online bullying, all that stuff contributes. But at the same time, I also feel like, you know, like, it's it, that, that word, um, depression and, and mental health, mm -hmm. that's been big recently. In the past two or three years and because of it people are starting to realize like sometimes i trip out sometimes I'm, i feel like 
Am I just tripping out because I see it in the media a lot? Like mm-hmm. mental health, or is it really a thing? So I, I gotta question myself sometimes. Like, am I really depressed, or am I just man up? Who you know, like, I feel like, yeah, we just see it so much in, in the media that you know, maybe it's a trend that people are just following. But then again, they're, they're strong believers of mental health is a thing. So I, I don't, I don't discredit it. I don't think that we should turn a blind eye to it. But yeah. like, still, like you gotta really think. Like you gotta really strengthen your mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's the thing, though. Like I feel Gosh. like if you're not, if you're not self-aware on like your emotions, like if you don't, if you don't know, if you can't take a step back and be like, hey, like I'm feeling overwhelmed or anxious. Mm-hmm. Why am I feeling like this? Like, I think some people just, they're so quick to feel what they feel and they just can't, they can't process what they're feeling. So they'll either react or they'll just, they'll just assume the worst or they'll overthink things. Like, I think for some people, it just, they don't know, they're not really self-aware, you know, like. But how do you expect kids to be self-aware though? They're just kids. That's still, a good point. That's, that's, that's a good kids. point. I know for, for kids, it's you know really I mean? different. Like they, I mean, here's the thing. At what age would you think a kid would want to, I guess, you know, kill themselves, like commit suicide? Like at what point? Like a kid has to be able to, you know, communicate and say, hey, like I'm sad. I feel bully and it's so highlighted through social media bro it gets em- it's 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 worse but that's my thing that's like at what age like would that even start because it starts kids getting bullied at five six seven years old man it starts young it starts young but that is that that's never changed though i mean kids have always been bullied at a young age but social media takes it to the next extreme. Like before you just get, you get bullied just from your school. Yeah. But then you're, bullied, you're getting bullied by the world. By the, exactly. And there's no escape. And you're suffocated. It's like, oh shoot. Okay, I'm getting bullied at school, but at least I can go home yeah. and just go on my video games. Oh shoot, I'm getting bullied online too. Like, you know what I mean? There's nowhere for them to turn, right? But and they feel. Parents are working. Parents are working. That goes back to my point. They ain't around. Parents are working. See, then I think... Parents are suffering from their own shit, too. So, where where does it... Where, at one point, like, where somebody or... Either the kid has to, like, you know, come to their parents and be like, Hey, like, I'm being bullied. Like, I don't... It's making me sad, and I don't want to live anymore. I think it's hard to have that conversation. And then at some point, like... As parents, can you recognize when your kid is upset? Nope, because they're closed. A lot of times they're focused so much on the iPad, on social media, on their video games. They don't really express themselves to their parents. See, there has to be like... That's the disconnect. And this is where, you know what I mean? Their parents have to be involved. They have to be involved, right. And this is why it's important for someone to be at home. To keep an eye on them, to communicate with them, and and to... um, build up their self-confidence because a lot of times self-confidence is low they have low self-esteem and with the bullying and all that other stuff it's only going to deteriorate it worse 
But if you have a father figure, a mother figure, always boosting you up, always at home boosting you up, telling you how great you are, it gives you more of a, like a force field against the external factors that may be coming at you, right? Say, for example, you do like, or a father or a mother, whoever it is, is at home. They're looking at their, their kids, you know, maybe their kid comes to them or they notice that their kid is upset with something. They acknowledge it and their kid says, no, I'm fine. I, I don't, I'm, I'm good. It's okay. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you dismiss it. Right. Or, or, or the kid just, they can't necessarily come to you. Let's say my kid comes to me and they, you know, something happened and the kid doesn't want to necessarily come to me, but wants to come to the father figure instead. Sure. How would you go about that? Like, I feel like as a mother, I wouldn't really know. Like, I, would, I wouldn't, I feel like, I feel like, why doesn't my kid want to tell me what's wrong? Mm -hmm. Like, as a mother. Mm-hmm. But see, a mother has a role, a father has a role. I guess that. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes the kid feels more comfortable speaking to the father. But yeah. a lot of times they feel more comfortable speaking to the mom because the mom is more nurturing. They're more, sure. they're more understanding. They're softer. Yeah. Right? So it's easier to speak to a mom than to a dad. A dad is more alpha male, right? I think it depends, like, whether it's a boy or a girl. Or even like a oh, facts. That's true. 100%. 100%. 100%. I could see, you know, a son wanting to go to the mom to talk to her because he doesn't want to disappoint his father. You know what I'm saying? And I can see a daughter coming to a father just because that's, you know, she's daddy's little girl. And daddy's always understanding because daddy's a soft on females. You know what I mean? On the daughter, right? So it all depends... It, it all depends on the dynamic of the relationships and the gender and, and how the relationships kind of coexist. If you're hearing this message, wow, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for more episodes and remember to hit that like, download, and subscribe buttons. Thank you once again. Stay humble.